if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world, world of, of food. food. First, did you hear about the beloved Pringles flavor? They discontinued jalapeno Pringles, Pringles bit the dust. And some fans are just so, so sad. Second, heads up, if you like a little zero-calorie sweetener in your coffee, Splenda, it's the best-selling sweetener in the USA, damages your DNA and increases your chances of getting cancer, according to brand-new no research. Hmm. They say if you just want to switch to real sugar, uh, one teaspoon has 20 calories. Remember a lot of uh, of low-carb people use Splenda. Mm -hmm. Remember our old producer, uh, Sean, used to to use it all the time. And finally, in the world of food, did you hear quite a few couples are getting engaged at Chili's? That's because they're gifting Chili's catering to the first three guests who propose at one of their restaurants and post their (laughs) proposal and tag at Chili's official on TikTok. This is all in response to a girl who catered her entire wedding reception from Chili's takeout and did it for only 20 bucks a person. They say normally uh, wedding catering, you know, for a meal costs like 75 bucks a person. Huh. And they she did pulled the whole it off. day with chilies. Yeah. Did they, I wonder if they, had, what, what are they famous for? Baby back ribs, right? Ah, I think so. I want my baby back, baby back. Or is that uh, Applebee's? <laughs> in a weird turn I don't even of a, know. Weird turn of events, the bride's ex-boyfriend showed up and started singing. I want my baby back, baby back. <laughs> That'd be too funny. <laughs> Ribs are right over there, sir. Are you old enough to remember the days before the internet? They oh, asked yeah. people old enough <laughs> what they missed the most about those days. And it's pretty fascinating. People brought up some really good points. I'll tell you about it next. So are you old enough to remember the days without the internet? Um, they're asking people, what what do you miss? What are some of the less obvious things you miss about that time? And these were three of my favorites. One um, lady named Christy, she said, the absolute joy of checking the mail and finding there's a letter from your good friend, a faraway family member, or a love letter to devour in private. Um, Somebody else said, Uh um, being able to disconnect and walk away from all of it and taking family vacations and actually spending time with your family, not looking at your phone. And uh, the last one from Ellie, she said, I miss... Before the, you know, before the internet, if you went out, people had to wait until you got home to call you. Mm, yeah. yeah. How about this? Going to a concert and watching it, <laughs> not videoing it the whole time. I don't know if you knew this, but a lot of kids are buying a new item of clothing that they've never bought before. And it's causing some problems. We're going to talk about it next. I don't know if you've noticed this phenomenon. It's probably been around for a really long time and I'm just so late to the party like everything in my life but um people dressing a certain way just to go to a concert and i'm not talking just like the concert t-shirt i'm talking like if you're going to see taylor swift you have to dress like one of her eras Mm -hmm. or uh we we got out of a baseball game the other day and everybody waiting in line for a concert at this venue right next to the baseball stadium was wearing that um, Joker green, you know, the color of the Joker from hmm. Batman. Yeah. And I'm like, what is going on? And they were all dressing the color of the artist that they were going to visit. Well, the the other thing that's happening right now is a ton of teenagers are jumping on the country music bandwagon, apparently. And my, uh, my friend, uh, her daughter, who's 17, was visiting uh, over the weekend. And she was shopping online for cowboy boots. Because she was trying to convince her her parents to let her go see uh, a country artist, you know, in person. Mm-hmm. And it was a big deal of who's spending the money on the tickets. Is mom or dad going to go to the concert with her? 
because they want her to go to loan. But she just had to have cowboy boots. And I I kind of finally convinced her, like, I have this, I don't know if you're going to like these, but I have this old pair of boots. Like, they're just cheapo boots that I bought to be a cowgirl for trick-or-treat. And knowing it would save her $49 on the cheapo boots she was going to buy on Amazon, she took them. And I kept saying, please wear them around the house. Please wear them around the house because you don't want to get blisters for one concert. Mm. And then turns out they just had CMA Fest in Nashville and medics revealed the number one issue. It wasn't like heat stroke. It wasn't like drinking too much. It was boot blisters <laughs> so it really is a thing all these people buying new boots just huh. so they look these, the role uh, for the concert urban cowboys yeah <laughs> so <laughs> don't funny normally wear boots right have you ever done that bought a pair of boots and they didn't work out well you were star shoes and you were stuck with them all day oh it's worst it's terrible i mean have you have you done because it doesn't happen with guys a ton but have yeah, you just, had that happen where you've just, been like yeah, more pair of new recently. shoes and you're like, ah, oh. yeah, I just got, I had this, um, I'd worn them once, but I had them on for a way short amount of time. So I wore them to work and it created this big blister on the top of my foot. Not so what fun. Do you, what do you do? You just grimace. <laughs> you just keep wearing them. Yeah. If you have a bandaid and you can hide the bandaid, you hide yeah. it. This was like, I knew my feet were hurting. But it wasn't until the end of the day when I got home that I realized it had it created such a big blister. It broke the skin Ooh. on the top of my foot. Oh, yeah. Man. Women's shoes are not exactly not to be toyed with. But do guys get blisters a lot from boots? Is that a guy thing, too? Not a ton. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, guys, guys just don't. And I, it's probably just because guy footwear is flat. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little heel on the back if you're wearing dress shoes or yeah. something. But other than that, yeah, there's not not a lot of. uh weird weight distribution going on so who is allowed in your bed dogs cats okay if the kids want to crawl in with you there's a new trend when it comes to getting some much needed sleep ginormous beds where everyone piles in they call them mega kings texas kings and the largest one is called an alaskan king Some parents even make their own, pushing a king and a queen together so they have enough room for everyone. 88% of parents with kids under the age of 10 co-sleep with their children, according to a new poll. I can't believe it's that high. Uh, And here's an example. There's a couple, Bree and Cameron. They live in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. And the husband and wife sleep with four dogs, two cats, and three kids under the age of five in a mega bed that dad made himself. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. There's a. I watched a video of it. I'm like, well, I guess at least when the bed's that big, everyone has a spot. But <laughs> All right, mom, dad, oh. or kids, we want to hear from you. How do you roll in your family? How many folks do you cram in there? And is it like for the whole night? Or just, okay, good night, everybody go away. Makes me think of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, right. So what's the, what it's the sleeping arrangements like in your house? Do you let the kids crawl in bed with you, Mom and Dad? We'd love to hear from you. Now, we've had in our family up to six dogs. We have four kids, and there's my wife and I, too. What do you think happened in our house? Was everybody allowed on the bed? <laughs> we'll talk about that next. Hey, Tessa, we're talking about the sleeping arrangements. And do you and your you and your hubby uh, let the kids and the pets all up on your bed? You know what? We don't have any pets, but when the children were itty bitty and they couldn't sleep through the night, we would let them come in just so we can get some sleep. But now (laughs) that they're older, we have our own space for us and they have their own beds. My wife and I, we have four kids and 
all the way through after the kids were grown, like, you know, adult sized people, we had a small yeah. bed. What do you call this bed? Not a double, but whatever the next size. Uh, a not, full. Yeah, full. We had a full. Full, yeah. And we would get all six of us and our dogs on there sometimes. And it was it was just hilarious. like during the day, not to sleep. No, there. no, no. It was yeah. just hilarious getting everyone on. But then <laughs> after we after the kids were adult size, my wife and I got a king size bed. We would still get all four kids and all six dogs somehow on that bed all at once. I wish we had a picture of that. And it was so funny. It was so much fun. And eventually someone would go, I got to get down. This hurts. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds pretty cozy. I mean, my teens still try to get in bed just to hang out for a little while, but never overnight. Right. It wouldn't work. We'd all be uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for calling, Tess. We sure appreciate you hanging out with us. Coming up, have you heard about the mom who decided to go on strike? Have you heard about this mom who decided to go on strike? Lindsay is a 33-year-old wife and mother of a 7-year-old and 4-year-old who lives in Connecticut. And her husband, Brian, accused her of doing nothing around the house. They both work full-time. So she decided to go on strike for two days. She didn't make the beds or rinse a single dish. She uh, showed on her TikTok laundry piled up on the couch, the family's dining room table littered with dirty plates, toys, and mail and towels strewn across the bathroom floor. Hmm. Uh, Her husband has since apologized, and a lot of people are thrilled of the visual to show just how much moms do all the tidying and picking up at their their family every single day. I wonder what a uh, therapist would say. About that particular technique, <laughs> that was there yeah. long-term detrimental effect to shaming your husband like that. Based on very TikTok, public, it was all publicly. very playful, and <laughs> they seem like they're really like they, you can tell they're so in love with each other. Mm. And he does all the cooking in the mm-hmm. family, and I guess that's kind of what led to him being like, "You don't do anything." And she's like, "What? <laughs> I'll show what I do." Do you ever feel like everybody, everyone, and everything is telling you how you should be, how you should look, how you should feel all the time? Some encouragement for you. This is from one of my favorite people on social media, Father Joe. And he just posted this. Says, I hope this encourages you today. He said, every person you encounter today is constantly being told what they need to do, what's wrong with the world, what future things they should be worried about, how they should think, how they should spend their money, what their priorities should be, even how they should look. And you have a chance today to be the person in their life that tells them they are loved by God, that they matter, and that they are precious and vital to his plan. Oh, that's awesome. And guess what? That applies to you and me, too. So I hope that encourages you today. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? Turns out those extroverted behaviors are super important to keep you healthy. According to new research, staying social is especially important as you get older. People who took part in volunteer work and recreational activities were both more likely to maintain excellent health and less likely to suffer from a range of physical, cognitive, mental, or emotional problems, all Mm. because they were volunteering or being recreational with other people. I've seen that play out uh, with my mom in her life. Very, very social woman. Uh, And when COVID hit and you could not, she couldn't have visitors anymore at her long-term care facility where she was living because she had people come in every day when that was cut off her health took a nosedive i mean it was like accelerated so fast when uh when that social part of her life was was cut off i'll always think of that as like yeah that 
I'm not saying that that's what took her life, but it definitely, I think, brought it along a lot faster. So I think some people that are really social, like they just give up when they, they don't have somebody coming by all the time. We know you love dogs as much as we do. Coming up, this guy is working his magic to help dogs get adopted. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. We know you love dogs as much as we do, and this is such a cool story. This guy is literally working his magic to help dogs get adopted. Yep, John is a magician who performs magic for shelter dogs at an animal welfare center in New Jersey. And ironically, John's allergic to God, to dogs, <laughs> but he's doing it for a good cause. They film the shelter dog's reactions to his tricks, and those playful interactions help get the dogs adopted. There's not many times in life you feel like you have a superpower. And I realized like one of my like small, tiny superpowers is I can just help dogs show off themselves in a way that they couldn't without me. And then we just let the dog be who they are. Isn't that awesome? Hmm. It's just such a neat way to um, to view a dog rather than just a stagnant picture. You kind of get to know their personality a little bit. He uh, <clears throat> makes the dogs disappear. Yes. From the shelter. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I can't believe nobody thought of that. <laughs> Have you had any dilemmas as a parent lately? Coming up, see how you feel about the great cake debate. So have you had any dilemmas as a parent lately? Let us know how you feel about the great cake debate. So here's the deal. If you haven't heard about this, a mom took her little three-year-old daughter to the park and there was no one else there except a group of kids and they're you know, the couple parents having a birthday party. Okay. Well, they welcomed her little girl in. She calls her ML. It's, it's or MK. It's Mary Catherine um, with open arms. They welcomed her in and she had a blast playing with them for like 30 minutes and it was time to cut the cake. And she looked over and was like, "Uh Oh, and her little Mary Catherine lined up for a slice of cake with all the (laughs) other kids. Well, she started to make her way over to make sure it was okay. Honestly, I was like, obviously, it's okay. It's cake. It's a massive cake. There's lots of leftover pieces. The mother takes the plate away from MK and gets down to her level, says, you cannot eat this cake, okay? This is not your birthday party. These are not your friends. Where's your mother? So she that's what she come upon. She heard this woman saying this to her daughter, and she was mortified because there was so much cake. And it, how hard would it have been to just give the little girl a piece so she instead tried to use the experience to teach her daughter about how important it is to mm. be kind and to be generous. And a lot of people say the mom should have talked to the mom of the birthday party mm. yeah. rather than uh, instead what she did. Um, she took her daughter out for cake and ice cream oh, and okay. just talked to her about being kind. And so sorry that we weren't invited to that party, but um, you'll be invited to other parties in the future. But most people are like, how hard would it have been to give this little girl a piece? Okay, then I'm trying to replay the conversation in, in my head of that of that lady. Did did the mom of the did the mom having the party was she more concerned? Like, where's your mom? Let's find your mom. No, she no, was just it was con- how dare she was she concerned said, about her cake. <laughs> this you are not invited. These are not your friends. This is not your birthday party. You cannot have cake. And took the the paper plate out of her hands. Wow. She, somebody else had already handed her the slice. Mm, wow, that's rough. That's rough going. <laughs> yeah.
Okay, we were just talking about the the cake story with the lady, the the girl that went to a birthday or went to play at the park. There was a birthday party going on. She wanted to have a birthday party, wanted a piece of cake, and the lady shooed her away and said, not your party, not your friends. You can't have any cake. I wonder if she was worried, because I'm trying to think that's so not like most parents. Most parents wouldn't do that. I wonder if she was worried, like, I don't know who this kid is. What if there's some kind of weird allergy? Hmm, yeah, I could, could be. be. You know what? I, mean? I just think there's more. That's to this. giving the benefit of the doubt. There's sure. got to be more to the story there. Because I just don't I mean, know. The I mean, the mom heard the whole conversation. So the mom was right there. So she could have said, hey, does she have any allergies? If, if it's okay, okay yeah, with you, I'll hand her back the cake. How many times have you heard someone relay a conversation? And that's not what was said there. They are painting it in a different. I just think there's more to the story. And maybe I am like looking for the best in people. I just think there's more to the story than that. Do you have any cool stories around your birthday? For me, I, I don't really personally, just like my sister who was born on the 4th of July, which is a pretty fun day for a birthday. There's always fireworks. There's always hamburgers and hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And our grandfather was born on the same day, hmm. uh, the, the exact same birthday. Well, this is pretty cool. Um, you know, my um, twin sisters are identical and the one twin has twin boys, uh, well, this is wild. A set of identical twins. Their names are Rebecca and Christina. They ended up giving birth on the exact same day in the exact same hospital. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are the chances? Huh. It's insane. And uh, they, um, they're they so excited about their little babies growing up together. Hmm. Um, and uh, it, it was like 13 hours apart. And it was a boy. One had a boy. One had a girl. And here's what's wild, too. These little babies were born on May 25th. Well, both the mommies, their birthday is a couple days later. Huh. So they're going to have this like big week yeah. at the end of May where it's like four birthdays in the family. Yeah. And I just, I just love stories like that because you're just like, what in the world are the chances, A, that they would get pregnant at the same time, mm-hmm. that their due date would be the mm-hmm. same month, and then one of them went in for a scheduled C-section. And while she was at the hospital, the other sister, the other twin, her water broke. Mm. And then they put him in adjoining rooms I wonder at the what, hospital. Because you guys had, you had birthday parties where like more than one kid was celebrated, right? Yeah, my sister was May 7th. I'm May 27th. So sometimes mom would have a birthday in the middle. And you did not like that, right? No, I did not. I wonder if these sisters will do that at first thinking it's cute. And then the kids will be like, oh, my own party. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> the first birthday, probably up to like five years old, they'll think it's cute. Uh-huh. And then they'll be like, mom, can I have my own party this yeah. year? They'll realize there are more presents to be had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doing them separate, right? <laughs> I don't know if she listens to our show, but if you're listening, Jennifer Aniston, you owe my wife a thank you note. Tell you why next. <laughs> so I don't know if Jennifer Aniston listens to our show, but she owes my wife a thank you note. And here's why. At the beginning of the whole COVID thing, when no one knew how long we were going to be locked down, my wife said, you know what? That's it. I am done coloring my hair. I I know you loved me as a redhead when we met. I know you've loved me, but I am letting it go. If it is all gray, so be it. And she's let it go. And it's probably 75% gray. You can see some of the Auburn through it. But if you if you met her for the first time, you go, oh, yeah, she she's she has gray hair. Um, and it's very long, very curly. It's very distinctive. People, strangers stop her all the time and go, you have gorgeous hair. So here's why Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston owes Tracy a thank you note. People are going nuts because apparently Jennifer Aniston is letting her hair go gray. Oh, wow. 
That's I mean, big. Instagram is blowing up over Jennifer Aniston letting her hair go gray. I'm saying she owes Tracy a thank you note because ah. Tracy got the ball rolling on all this. I wonder if it was Andy McDowell got Tracy rolling no, and then Tracy no, got no, Jennifer rolling. No, no. Jennifer owes, and all I'm asking for is a thank you note, Miss Aniston. That's all, all I want because she's letting it go gray simultaneously with a product launch of some new shampoo that I don't know if it's her shampoo or she's endorsing the shampoo, but it's for women who are letting their hair go gray or letting some of the gray come out. It's shampoo specifically for that. So there's a dollar to be made. And I'm not asking for any money, Jen. Just a thank you note to Tracy would be nice. <laughs> For starting the trend rolling of women worldwide, finding the confidence, finding the the inner strength to say, you know what? I don't care if this culture says that my value is in looking as young as I possibly can for as long as possible. I reject that and I embracing me and my gray hair. Mm -hmm. I believe Tracy gave Jen the confidence to do that. Like and everything, should, I have to Google it. She should send her a thank you note. It just looks like she got her hair highlighted really, really, really light. Like light blonde. I'm telling you, they're saying she's letting it go gray and fans are calling it refreshing. So I think, you know, a thank you note, maybe a gift basket <laughs> for my wife from Jen. Did you or, or maybe you watched your, your better half uh, in the run up to your wedding go on a crazy diet and get like a fake spray tan because they wanted to look perfectly perfect for the wedding day? Let's talk about that and whether that's a good thing or not. Next. I saw a post this morning, Taylor, that gave me so much hope uh, for for women. Here, I'm just going to share what this post says. And it's, and it's a picture of a bride and a groom. And they're such a handsome couple. And the woman is not uh, what you would call a runway model. She looks like a normal-sized woman. And this is what the post said. It's a gorgeous picture of them in their, their on their wedding day, all dressed up. She put, as soon as I got engaged, the weight loss ads were nonstop. It's very tough ignoring all those voices in your head about how skinny, petite, and delicate you should look on your wedding day. But I did not lose one pound. I looked great, and my husband loved the way I looked. Wow, that's awesome. I love this post so, so much. And I want to share it with my my daughters because and everybody feels that pressure right i wish i wish we could say it stops with the wedding day that oh after you get married yeah you don't worry about that anymore but it's relentless the drumbeat on women and and i hear it from my wife like fairly regularly she'll be like oh my gosh if i'm told one more time that i need to be high school skinny mm. and and by the way if you're a husband and you're putting that pressure on your wife to be high school skinny guess what pal you're not high school skinny anymore either so give her a break okay <laughs> but i always tell her I'm like honey we have lived a great life together we've you've had four kids you've been pregnant five times we have had an excellent life the goal uh, the object of this exercise of living is not to stay as skinny and as young looking for as long as possible right. if that is your goal in life you missed it mm -hmm. <laughs> you have missed it so to that lady who posted that I'm just so in awe yeah. that she not only did it, but she embraced who she was. And she was like, I don't need to be what someone who's trying to sell me something says I should look like. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be me. And that's good enough. And that's beautiful. So yay awesome. her. And uh, and if you're struggling with all that, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Read your Bible. That's what God tells you, right? He doesn't say like, oh, and by the way, on your wedding day, you need to be high school skinny and get a spray tan. That is not anywhere 
in Scripture. So I hope that encourages you today. I really do. Man, I can tell you what perfect timing it is, Kev, for you to bring this up about how you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, I have a dear friend who is a breast cancer survivor, and she called me the other day, and she's like, I don't know why I'm crying, but she got word from her MRI that her reconstructive surgery was failing. And Mm. I didn't realize, I feel like this is a hidden side of breast cancer. Um, Usually the reconstructive surgery fails every 10 years. And you have to go have another surgery. Hmm. And she was just devastated and like, I can't believe I have to go through all this again. And um, she's coming for a visit and it just so happened her doctor from when she first had cancer 10 years ago was available. It was like the best God story Hmm. ever. And I just want to give kudos and credit to my friend. um, Talk about just resting and being fearfully and wonderfully made and her husband they are going to meet with the doctor and talk about every single option, including just not reconstructing it again mm. and being like, no, we're done mm-hmm. with this. And yeah. also maybe even removing the healthy breast so that she can have peace of mind that she doesn't have to be scared every time it's time for another blood test or another MRI. And, mm. um, you know, she may decide to go ahead and and do the reconstructive surgery and that's fine too. But just the fact that I know any woman listening, the fact that she's even considering all her options Mm -hmm. is just so mature and so wise. And it shows you how much her husband loves her. He doesn't. He said, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I just want you. And I am just so touched by both of them as a couple and my friend as an individual for being so strong through this. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. What a story.